Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Wiley. I'm here with the FPV podcast this week. We got two special people on. One of them is really climbing up the rankings. We're really happy to actually have her on. But before we get into that, Elvin, what do you have this week? Um, I just want to say this, okay? You can be a pilot of any sort. We all have to practice. We all have to practice with a purpose. We all need to plan out our practices in time frames and sections. So when you go out to practice, if you're going out to just do power loops, you can go do power loops. But you also need to look at your entry to the power loop, your exit to the power loop, what are you doing in your ascent and descent, whether you decide to do a power loop backwards, you know. So it's just the same process over and over, but what I'm saying is practice with a purpose. Think about what you're doing and then go do it. Awesome. All right, Elvin. Thank you so much. And we have Sean Taylor's significant other on, and we really appreciate her having on. Tang, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Tang Ma. I am the wife of Sean Taylor. Uh, we've been married for going to be 12 years on August 12th. And um, my pilot name is Junebug FPV. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, <laughs> YouTube. Uh, I don't think I have enough subscribers subscribers on YouTube to get my own, you know, link yet. So just search, <laughs> search. <in> the- <laughs> oh, we will definitely try to help you out on that. Been flying for um, four years. Since four years. 2015. Awesome. Sean, uh, quickly introduce yourself. Everybody knows you, but might as well. Hey guys, this is Sean Taylor, a.k.a. Night Fury of PV. I'm glad to be back, guys. Thanks for to have you back, too. Yeah, we appreciate <laughs> having both of you on. A couple of months ago, we had Sean Taylor on, really went through in-depth about his history, and there's a lot to be there. Uh, I know a lot of you liked that episode because we got a lot of heart shapes uh, from that uh, episode. So we're really happy to have Tang on because she's gotten quite serious with racing. Uh, we know that she's been into racing for quite a while now because of Sean Taylor. So it's great to have her story on. So yeah. Tang, can you please tell us, you know, like how, how you got into RC and FPV? Yeah. So it all started with Joan Nationals 2015. Mm-hmm. We went to Sacramento and I was there and I watched Sean put himself in this brand new sport and getting super excited. I've never seen him so happy. He kept doing it and kept doing it more and more, took it more and more serious month by month. It got to a point where I wouldn't even see him that much because he would be doing it so often. So mm. I decided to start flying to spend more time with him. Awesome. Um, nice. So it started out as just something fun. Mm-hmm. Then as time went on, um, I went to a few races and I would see things at these races. For example, there would be little girls at these races. Mm-hmm. They would look at me, they would smile. When I go up on the line and sit down and mm-hmm. put my goggles on and put my thumbs up, they completely are in awe. They just have the biggest eyes just glaring at me, just looking at me mm-hmm. with a smile. And I could just see, I could see that fire. I could just see something that that I know, I know that wouldn't be there before they saw what they saw. That kind of made me feel really good. Like mm-hmm. so, so good that I don't, I didn't even think I deserved it. If I can make one girl think that she could do something that she couldn't do before, even mm-hmm. if it doesn't have to be drill racing, you know, it could be anything in the STEM field that they thought they didn't have a place. If watching me fly amongst all the boys gave them some type of idea, mm-hmm. you know, accepted their little minds with, with this is normal. Girls could do anything, you know? So, anything. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so that was that was a big thing. That was a big part of my decision to, to start taking this serious. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Being a dad, you know, and, and, and having – five kids and four of them are girls and the last one is a boy, you know, I, I, I strongly believe in girls can do anything. I mean, I, I, my oldest girl, she's, she wanted to become a cop. She trained to be that. And she's, she's, uh, you know, head security for one of the stores around in, in the U S and, you know, so I know if, if 
when when the female has that determination to excel and to push herself, she she wants it bad enough. She can she can do it. And obviously, you're doing it because you've been consistent in the last six months with um, keeping up with Sean and and some of the races. The banter has been so much fun to watch and 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 listen about you know everybody's laughing and giggling because they they've said stuff like yeah man she she can trash talk man you you, you gotta watch her and i'm like i'm like look like she's just you know she's a little you know she's a little one you know and he's like no nah, man she's got a mouth like a big one man <laughs> It's great to hear that, you know, you want to be an inspiration to the, uh, anybody, actually, right? It doesn't have to be male or female, but yeah. it can be anybody that gets inspired just seeing somebody else who they don't necessarily think uh, would do something and then for them to do it well. I mean, that's just a great aspiration, and uh, we definitely encourage that amongst, you know, any community, any sport. And, uh, yes. yeah, thank you so much for sharing that story, you know, because it is it is important. And uh, we definitely encourage, you know, females uh, joining this community because there's just not enough of it. Not enough. Yeah. yeah. You actually made me think of something else, too. So the reason this is so addicting for me, in middle school, I was the one that got picked last in P.E., for whatever sport, you know, whenever they they come picking teams, I'm always like, oh God, here we go again, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was never able to compete in sports. I think I missed out because through sports, you experience so many emotions that's mm -hmm. good for discipline. You know, it's good, that applies to other things in life that helps you succeed. True. It also lets you see people who are the sore losers, who are the good people that will keep going, that mm -hmm. that motivates you and support you, um, that will keep training with you. Like, I missed out on all that throughout school because I wasn't athletic. And how many of us really are? Come on. Especially, sure. Sure. especially even the athletes in high school, you graduate. And then we yes, go... That's right here, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like, I've never competed as competed at the highest level for anything. To even think that I could get there, you know, in the next year makes me mm -hmm. so excited. It gives me something to look forward to, you know, in this life that we're all trying to figure out what the mm -hmm. point, what the purpose is. And, you know, it just simplifies it. It really does bring out all the things that a physical sport has to offer. Definitely. I, I totally yeah. agree with that. And, you know, you get the same adrenaline rush. You have the same mentality that you have to go through. And sure. it's something that's uh, it's very unique because, like you said, you don't have to have, uh, you know, a great physical body or, you know, be born with uh, a perfect physique to, to actually enjoy the sport, yeah. which is great. But, you yeah. know, just going back on what you said, you know, like back in 2014, 15, you know, when Sean Taylor says, you know, hey, I'm quitting to go do this. And like you guys weren't young already. So like like when he said that to you and, you know, and as you start, you know, getting more involved in this, what was your thought process? What was your feeling when he said, I'm going to go from this direction to the opposite direction and start doing this as a professional? To be honest, at first I was I was like I would entertain him and just and just round. <laughs> But I wouldn't actually let him say he's serious. Yeah, yeah. you could do that. He works so hard towards that. And I remember I remember this specific thing I said to him. I was like, if you're going to do anything, please wait till I finish law school. I have like a year and a half left. It's already enough stress. Don't add more stress to my plate. I don't, I don't think emotionally I could handle this. I ended up allowing him. <laughs> I ended up letting him quit a year before I graduated. So we yeah. can, you can imagine all the tension and all the stress between the both of us. So what got me there was um, I talked to my mom. You know, my mom went through a lot. She went through a divorce. The point is, she reminded me that when she was even older than us at that time, mm -hmm. she made the biggest decision of her life. And her and my dad quit their jobs and came to the U.S. Big decision. When she said that and, you know, brought that to my attention... Everything just became so simple. I I didn't 
I didn't overthink anything. I didn't overanalyze anymore. I just said, hey, you know, if we don't do this now, we're not going to do this later. We, we're not getting any younger. Right. We're not, right. you know, we're not young, but we're not getting any younger. So, <laughs> so Sean, for you, uh, you know, when you're trying to convince your significant other, was that how you remembered it? Dude, it was, uh, it was so much deeper and so many more things involved. Uh, a lot of it had to do with just me being on shift. And I remember there was, like, I mean, firefighter, we're, we're EMTs. You know, we, we yeah. have 90, 90% of our calls are all EMS based. You know, people call 911 when they're having the worst day of their life, not their best day. So, right. you know, I'm, I'm in the back of the engine and we're on our way to a, somebody having a heart attack. I, I'm 50% thinking about, oh my God, like I, I, I need that. I need to get these new motors. I need to try this new ESC. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like somebody's life's on the line. Like, I can't be thinking about this crap. Like, so I'm just torn. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm so passionate and I, I, I love this, this hobby, which is what it, a hobby is what it was so much that it's, it's starting to actually like, it's invading on my professional life. Like I need to be, mm-hmm. I can't have a bad day in the fire department. You just can't like, you're not allowed right. to have a bad day. You know, this is one job where you just don't, they don't happen. You can't have it. And I'm just, I, I remember just going, like, leaving calls, like, I need to get my crap straightened out here. Like, what is wrong with me? But Absolutely. it's just so much, uh, there's, that, that's just a small thing. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, getting into the fire department was, it was, it was a dream. Like, it, I, I had always the wanted to. The hardest thing you ever done. I, and I, yeah. I was one, I was one of 12, 12 guys that got chosen out, out, out of 500 people in a gymnasium. Wow. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done, physically and mentally. Like, I'm, ta- I'm talking about waking up at 4.30 in the morning, not getting home until 7 o'clock, shining my shoes for two hours, and then studying until basically I just can't stay awake anymore and waking up and doing it all over again for months and months at a time and terrified the entire time because if I get less than an 80% or a 70%, I can't remember. If I get less than than par, I'm out of there. Right. So, like, that's – that's worrying. Wow. It was an elimination round every yeah. Every so so yeah. And, we, and we lost a couple of people and it, you know it, so to leave something like that like you have to believe me I'm not I'm not nuts like it, it was it was for the right reasons it was it was definitely for the right reasons believe like there's a lot of things I miss there's a lot of lot about the department that I miss but there's more that I don't miss. Absolutely. And, you know, this kind of fills up our background, you know, between the relationship between you two, because, you know, that's a really hard decision. And, you know, Tang being very supportive of this decision is something that's that's an amazing story. OK, just flat out. That's an amazing story. But as Sean, you know, makes that transition, you're making Tang, you're making the transition with him and you started off mm-hmm. just doing this for fun. Yeah. But as you said, you know, as you seeing yourself as somebody that can actually inspire other people, you started taking it seriously. Right. And when that happened uh, for you, Sean, and for you, Tang, it's like, you know, she's obviously a couple years behind. But when she said, hey, I want to be serious, what was it like for you? She had to take some time off to finish law school, which right. she did successfully. And then we had a baby. It, like, it's oh, yeah. all, all these things. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> We're talking about like big, huge life things. Right. I mean, she's wanted to start flying after about three months, you know, after he was about three months old and he's seven months now. Like she just came out and guns were blazing. Like it was, <laughs> she was fast. Like, like she stopped flying. She stopped flying for two years. She tries to say, oh, I've been flying for four years. I've been <laughs> flying for forever. I finally glide off. I sharpoo. I knew them all. Like they're like best buddy. no. She's she's been flying legitimately hard, accumulated time altogether for about a year. And that's that's really about it. But she's really been practicing hard for the last three months. Her reasoning for practicing really, really hard was the FAI thing, which we'll talk about later. But she said that she wants like she wants to be competitive. And that's easy for me because I know I know what it takes to be competitive. Like it it takes everything. It's not something. It takes everything. So uh, I was excited, but at the same time, I was like, okay, okay, we're going to have to so fast, like lightning, okay, okay. And uh, and she, she blew my mind with her, I mean, it's not like it's surprising, because I've watched her do things, you know, since since we've been together, mm-hmm. just I can't even touch it, you know, all of her education, I'm just like, what? Like, she would help me, she would be quizzing me, 
for my fire exams and I'm struggling. And she's looking at me like, how do you not like she was passing my test with 98%, 100%. And I'm struggling. And she's looking at me like, why are you being such a moron? And I'm really <laughs> trying. So she's just so, so smart, so quick to learn. I'm but average. No, don't, she's no, she's not. I'm average. Not average. Not average. We don't believe it. It's okay. She thinks she could say whatever she wants. That's what makes her hurt. Honestly, she's very, very talented and she is a much better pilot than I was at a year end. Uh, so if she continues on this path, you know, she's way behind on the curve. But as for, as for a female, she's, she's got, she's got it. Like she's there, uh, to catch these kids is going to be, that's going to, that, that, that's skating up ice hill like that. Like, like, I don't know, that's going to be rough because what's happening now is she's inspiring younger girls now. Yeah. Like yeah. what I did in 2016, 2015, I was inspiring these kids who now are just like drone racing gods. So, you know, she's creating, she's creating her biggest competition, yep. but that's okay. Yep. Like that's, we all, we we're know that's what it's it. about. Yeah. We know that's what it's about yeah, that's and we're we happy want. to do it. So that's, that's exactly. just what it's like. She's, yeah. So I, your question to me, uh, it was easy for me for her to say, I want to do this. I want to get fast and do this for real. I was like, well, buckle up buttercup. Cause here we go. For you, Tang, Coach Sean starts taking it seriously. How did you take it? it it's rough. I mean, when he gets mad, <laughs> intense, I've, I've walked away from the course before. Like, I've. <laughs> she, there's no crying in drone racing, but she does it. Like, it's practice time. I don't care. You don't do a split S into a house. Like, you just do a split S. Like, I'm just saying. Okay, like, I've never done that. No, but... I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to hold back. Like, these kids, they're fast, they don't screw around. They're practicing yeah. hard and they're doing it fearless yeah. and they're going, they're going hard hundred percent. Yeah. That, that's right around the corner for her. It was definitely an adjustment. Cause, cause you know, at home, if I'm like, Hey baby, how does this dress look? How does, he's like trained to say beautiful. It's good. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it definitely was an adjustment to not hearing good things mm-hmm. when I deserve it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat because that's only going to make her, that's only going to like, just it's setting her up for failure. Yeah. There's like, I'm not going to lie to her and tell her you're so much faster than everybody. Like you're just going to destroy everybody. It's not the case. Like I I, I tell her this, this is real. Like these, like these girls are fast. You need to train. The only thing, the only way you're going to beat them is you have to outwork them period. Yeah. I don't care what kind of equipment you've got. If you don't outwork them, you don't even have a chance. Yeah. So it's, that's just that, that's that's the mentality that not been there. I, I know what it takes. And I just re-signed again with DHL. It's time for me to get back into gear. I like right like right back into my I I got another year of hundred percent. Like here we go. I know mm-hmm. what it takes to compete against yeah. Evan and Alex and Minchan. I know what it takes. And it's gonna take me out working them, which is really, really hard. And I'm facing an almost unseemingly winnable challenge, but I, I I've heard that before. I'm giving that up, and it's the same way with with her. I won't let her slack off. Like it's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah, I would say it's about 90, 85 to ninety percent criticism, like ten to fifteen percent. You're okay. Like, you're okay. <laughs> hey, do you know what I've heard? What I heard in the for the last ten minutes is a really strong relationship. That's what I heard because <laughs> there is absolutely no way that you two can give such harsh criticism without having a solid family <laughs> in which everything is working. Isn't that right, Elvin? Because there's just no way. Being being married for 30 years right now Congrats. to the same woman, I know that wow. it, there's times when, you know, I just keep my mouth shut, you know. <laughs> just, just, not, I don't see nothing wrong. Just... <laughs> Tell me who you want me to bury. That's all. Just, just <laughs> point and shake your finger and they're gone. <laughs> that's so that's so good. Because <laughs> I'm not messing with you. I gotta sleep next to you. It's it, it's nothing, it has nothing to do with, with her or her character. This has strictly to do with her skill and learning. Right. Like if I don't, if there's something like let's just say, let's just let's 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 say dives, okay? Dives are kryptonite for a lot of pilots. That's a big separator between mm-hmm. professional and intermediate pilots. So let's just say she's doing dives okay. 
And I, but I tell her, you're doing awesome. You killed that dive. And then she goes to a big race and she's struggling because of one A that I gave her when it was actually a D. Like that's, that's, that's making her weak in the end. Like she's super fast all throughout the course, but she gets to a dive. Terrible. That's, that's, that was like my experience. I was terrible at dive. So I'm just using that for an example. If she's weak on something, like I know that she does not like to go full throttle on a course. She likes to have technical courses where everything's slowed down a little bit. She does not like putting the stick to the plastic. And I, I started building courses and saying, I want to see full throttle. I want to hear the props flattening. That six cell, let it eat 2,300 kV. I want to I see some dirty, nasty speed. And she, she still wouldn't do it. And then finally, she started doing it. Then she would smash into a gate. I would lose my mind and start doing somersaults on the field, trying to bang my head in the ground. But she learned. Did learn. And now she knows how to go fast. Like, And now she's starting to she's starting to really stick it to the guys. The, local, the locals here are like, I don't want to race Junebug no more. Like, it's not like – she's not a fast female. Like, she's messing some people up now. Like, it's, it's, it's serious. And she went out to – she went out to – I O, and it's so funny, man. Like, I think I said it last time, or no, no, <clears throat> I said this in a it just. I was talking to some people, but I was doing the team race with Team Heart of America, and they she happened to be at the I O uh, course number two, but she was on cha- uh, race band eight, which is what the channel that we were on for our practice. So in between rounds, all the guys on my team would be watching. They're watching her just slaughtering this course and not just beating you know females like she was whooping whooping up on some good pilots out mm-hmm. i mean i'm not gonna lie to you her dives were better than mine like it's it like she's she's learning and and she's she's more refined than than i was so it's you know i, I think that if she stays on this path she's going to be deadly one of the things that we know for a fact is the best pilots always adapt you know so absolutely um and being able to adapt dictates how well you usually end up in in placement in, in the in the podium, because you know there's times when you got to go fast, and then there's times when you got to slow down, yeah. and 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 maintain a consistent you know race, and wait for others to make those mistakes. Yeah. You know what kind of strategies are you using for racing, the tank? Like you said, consistency is important, mm-hmm. and I think. For, for the longest time, I thought that was enough for me. I thought, if I just show up to every race and be consistent, you know, I'm going to get lucky and someone's going to crash out and I'm going to end up then where, where I thought I would end up. Well, now I could officially say it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, compared to two years ago when I was racing, compared to now, that doesn't work anymore. It is overtraining. Mm-hmm. Overtraining for everything so that even when you dial it back to 90%, it was your 100% two months ago. Like it was your 110% a month ago. It does make sense to be consistent, but at the same time, we can't afford consistency over speed anymore. We're at a point where that's what's exciting about this sport. Um, we're at a point where everyone is so fast, which right. is shocked that people are leaving the sport. We're, we're just getting good. We're right. getting this is getting exciting. No more, you know, noobs accidentally getting on the podium. Everybody on the podium is blazing fast. They're all legit. You know? They're all well, they put in their time. That's why. That's why people are leaving. That's that's exactly why. I mean, what it is is the 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 pack is is a lot bigger than it was. Right. Like Sean, I mean. You you were 2015, you know, Drone Nationals. We were there. The pack was so much smaller then. You know what I mean? Like, I was ranked 104, and pilots from everybody ranked from 200 below um, was was consistent and well known pilots. You know, um, now that that group is like a thousand, right? I mean, to 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 be truthful, you know, so like, you know. Now, where I was 104, now I'm like 1,015, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know. But the point is, is that the packs didn't change, you know, the size of the packs. Like, the leaderboards are no longer just these four or five guys anymore. It's it's 25, 30, maybe 50 guys are yeah. across the U.S. that if they show up, if they all show up at a race, it's going to be one hell of a fight till the end, right? 
I think what it is is you're seeing, you know, the, the so-called OGs you don't see them around anymore. They, they know what it takes to be at the top, and they're just not willing to put that in anymore. I think right. that's what it is. Uh, they just, it's not that there's so much they're quitting. They're just, they just know that they cannot dedicate, you know, maybe their life just doesn't allow it. Yeah. They just mm-hmm. cannot. Yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. And it's, there's, it, it doesn't mean that they're done with the sport or done with the hobby. It just means that you're just not seeing them at these high level competitive races because mm-hmm. they, they, they're realistic and know that they haven't put in the work. Yeah. They haven't put in the homework to show up on test day and, and race against these kids, you know? Yeah. And it is, it's realistic. That's, yeah. that's totally, there's nothing wrong with that but yeah i mean i yeah we definitely just don't want to see people quitting yeah like yeah. quitting altogether. there's there, there's ain't nobody got time for that yeah i definitely see people doing this um or that plans to continue to do this they're kind of like us they're they're kind of unconventional they don't mm-hmm. have a nine to five or they're working on quitting their nine to five you know mm-hmm. i feel like we're this group of um early adopters tinkers um, we always have something going on in the back of our head, even though we have something in front of us. So I do see that. Um, so the people with nine to fives, I do feel for them. You're spending a perfectly good day inside of a cubicle, inside of yeah. A- but we we need those guys. We need those guys. Don't 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 leave your nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> but that is kind of interesting, right? Because you guys talk about you are the proverbial professional drone racing family uh, right. for the U.S. And like from your point of view, do you think it's an effective way of living? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the word, the word, the key word is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Definitely something we feel every hour of the day. Um, so it's not only our daytime look different, our nighttime and weekends look different. We don't do the nine to five, and we don't do the things that nine to fivers get to do. We don't mm-hmm. work movies. We don't have date nights. We don't. Because those times are spent paying bills, managing, you know, clean, you know, clean, doing things that normal people do. So because we sacrifice our days doing, doing this, you know, sport, the rest of the time we have to spend doing normal adult stuff, getting things done. And, And, you know, and we aren't just, uh, I don't want, I don't want people to get the false sense that we are just wild and out and just living off of breadcrumbs like we, we worked really really hard in our 20s in our 20s to put ourselves in the position so we can go fly drums yeah. and we can race drums yeah and, and and i totally have to commend you guys on that um since i was a early planner and an early lever of the, the the nine to five job thing and i can say you know being consistent with a budget is you know very important on how you maintain um, living after you leave your normal nine to five job and try to do something unconventional or uh, non non uh, standard, which yeah, is sure. you know um, I will say again like it it really takes a lot of budgeting. You do you plan things out, and you know one of the things I can add to that is a, a old guy told me a long time ago. He says. If you plan for something, you're prepared for something. You yeah. know, he yeah. said, if you're not planned, you're not prepared. Yeah. So that that always stuck to me um, in my life. And, you know, we, we try to pre- be prepared to have some kind of plan, yeah. you know, so that we can respond or act ahead of yeah. something coming. Yeah. yeah so right, right. And, and our team. It's, it's more it's more than just me and Tang. Like yeah. right now we have grandma upstairs with Maxie. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she, so the only way that Tang is actually able to go out in between pumping yeah. and taking care of all the family life mm-hmm. is comes over yeah. at about four o'clock and she goes and flies yeah. for, for a couple of hours every day. That's the only way. And that goes back to what I was actually touching on earlier when I was talking about my mom, you know, the talk with my mom. My mom is actually the main reason I could do this. The reason she is so eager and just so supportive and so loves me in time is because, you know, our twenties, like I mentioned earlier, my parents got divorced, ugly divorce, and my mom had to travel and keep the company, family company together, keep keep everything together. So we actually raised my brother from age eight to eighteen. So he went off to college a few years ago, actually when Sean started drone racing. 
started college that year. So he's a junior at USC now. So he's going to graduate next year. So that's what we did our entire 20s was work raising raise. work, make money, invest, and raise my brother. Now, a lot of people can't practice as much as I do. But at the same time, I feel like we've given up so much of our young years to doing like old people things <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that we feel like we deserve it. You know, and my mom is on board 100%. She feels terrible. We were in that position. I mean, she's so thankful that we did it. And, you know, we, we raised my brother. And now she looks at my our son like like almost like it's her second chance. So, like she she just she loves spending time with her grandkid. I mean she still loves spending time with him anyways, but mm-hmm. I could I could see that she really feels like she's she knows how important she is. Yeah. Like she and, and yeah. she knows like when we just when we come back how much appreciated she is. Yeah, so it's like full circle. It's come it's almost coming full circle. That's mm-hmm. what the thing is, you know, I have to go out and I set the courses up. I, I I talked to Tang. And I'm like, all right, what 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 do you need to work on? Like, I know roughly what it is, but like, we've been coming up with some pretty wild elements here recently. It's funny, like when she's crashing, I know I did good because this course is hard. I like it. Like she's learning, man. It, it's it. So if she needs me to come out and set them up, break them down, you know, with the museum or the park or whatever. Uh, at the same, you know, that so we so we need if we need her mom to stay to stay with the little one. There's just uh, there's no way that we can do it without her. So she's just. She is like every bit as important of this team as it's just me and Tank. Yeah. Nice. The family, yeah. family commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. The the family ties they're they're so important and it's great to hear that you know like you guys are so committed to each other and also the the family bonds are really strong because you know it was fun to actually dive into that because obviously. Uh, we are at the you know beginning of this story of this drone racing as a sport, and as we climb that, the people that are climbing this ladder, they're the ones that are pioneering the sacrifices that need to be made. Because right. for each success that your family does, you know we can build upon those successes, or the the, the people behind you can. Yeah. And right. it's really great to hear that. Uh, you know, like you worked hard uh, in your early 20s to set yourself up for success now for what you really want to do. And, mm-hmm. you know, those stories are important. And, uh, you know, thank you for sharing that because, you know, it is a little bit personal. But at yeah. the same time, like, yeah, people need to realize is that, like, if you want to be a pioneer in sports, there's definitely some sacrifice that has to go along with it. Yeah. And you got to know when to act, too. You know, this is this yeah. is not like, you know. Things things are just sitting there waiting for you to just res- respond yeah. whenever you feel like it. You yeah, you got to act and you got to be you got to fulfill. Got to fulfill. Sean and 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 Junebug have fulfilled so far. So I mean, this is this is why the racing is just starting to get good. <laughs> just yeah. All right, so let's get into a little bit about uh, your MGP rankings. Uh, we talked a little bit about it uh, at the beginning of the show, in which uh, you rank really well. Uh, that It caught our eye. That's why you're on the show. And we're really appreciative of you uh, coming on to the show because we definitely touched on other subjects besides that. But let's go ahead and talk about that. It looks like, you know, the competition is starting to really heat up and yep. you want to improve upon your time. So, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, your first time that you actually got that ranking and what you're trying to do now yeah so i did the first try about more than two months ago um maybe Mm -hmm. three months ago and right after i did it i think um i was in the higher 100s and i knew that wasn't going to be enough because um i know people wait and procrastinate to put in their times so i knew Mm -hmm. as we get closer and closer uh, my time's gonna be be up Moved down. It did, which it did. It's okay. It was it was, it was it was it was a trial run for us because we haven't done a qualifier like that for a couple of years, and it was really unfortunate because you know the Blue Museum is where we've been holding our races. Uh, for uh, whatever uh, reasons, the museum did not want to host any multi GP official multi yeah anything races, anything yeah. official multi GP yeah and uh, you know they're 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 actually transitioning management stuff so we we had to like we had to. We it's just we get we get bit. yeah we, we went crazy and we ended up holding that qualifier up on the on the east side of our mountains uh, up at seventy five hundred feet. I didn't realize the elevation was that high up there. I mean we're at we're at we're at six thousand feet here, but and uh, you know I was I've been flying 4S for you know for the last three four months 
because mm-hmm. I just got sick of melting uh, components. I couldn't get components there for a long time, and I just didn't want to break anything anymore. And I was I, I was just in straight up training mode. For, I wanted to be a coach for Tang, so I just uh, you know I was fl- I was flying that rig up there, and I, I managed to get a forty two, but I kind of expected to get you know a sub forty. You know, I was looking at my lines compared to all the faster people, and the lines were the same. It's just the speed just wasn't there. I, I and uh, yeah, so the, I was with the guy. I, I was talking with the guys in the chat of uh, Team Heart of America, and I'm just like, man, I, am I just really that slow, or what? What the heck's going on? And and uh, basically, that you know, 7,500 feet. I didn't realize it, but we're we're flying with about 25% less thrust, and wow. it's also done, which is pretty considerable. You know, when you're talking about you know a race that's you know 40 seconds long. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, she was flying with that. We were having some issues with uh, tel- with telemetry, like we were having crossfire lockouts. Yeah. So there was a lot of radio interference up there. We have never done a race up there, and we won't do one there again. But uh, she did that race. Uh, Basically on one run, one or yeah, two runs. Yeah, yeah. She, but, but it's uh, – and we didn't have any – like we practiced a little bit, but we just wanted to get it done before it got crazy windy. It's been like – it's been crazy here in New Mexico where it's just windy yeah. always. So uh, we tried to get it done quick, but she was like over a minute. I'm 100% certain – when we do our next one, that she'll go below 50 seconds, like at, without a doubt. I'm talking maybe 46 to 48 seconds is what I'm guessing she's going to get. So she's definitely going to go a lot faster. She's completely a whole different animal than what she was three, four months ago than what she is now. Like it's, it's, she's fast now. Like, but like, I, I'm not going to tell her this like so much out of the field, but like when I'm watching DVR, like she just posted a DVR, for example, yesterday and and uh, she didn't share it, uh, you know, for, uh, for YouTube to Facebook. So I just shared it. And so, I don't know, like somebody just said, hey, this is an awesome, you know, awesome video, Sean. The only thing missing is is your commentary. You know, we like to hear your commentary, DVRs. So they're thinking it's me flying. So she's she's doing something right. Like, And, and I look at it, I'm like, that is pretty fast. And I was flying the same track and she was rolling. So I'm really confident that she will do better on the qualifier next time. I, I was very impressed with the way that she actually ran it the first time. Like it, it really was impressive. I saw the, the the number where you finished before, and I was like, "Hey, that's impressive!" You know. <laughs> that, I think that's... she was she was 150. I think when she when, when we looked at it was, it was above 150. So I told her. I, I so my goal. I said I want to get in the top 50 because the top 50 is guaranteed. You're gonna go go to the big show. So mm-hmm. that was that was that was a goal. I said I told everybody local, if you guys want to get to the championship, you'll guarantee your spot today, right now, if you can get into the top fifty. Mm-hmm. So why uh, when she was like one fortieth, I was like, yeah, that ain't gonna yeah, that ain't gonna cover it. it. Like I knew it was, I knew it was, I knew it was it wasn't good enough. Like top one hundred, maybe, 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 but fiftieth, you know, the top 50, 50 pilots, they're going like that. That's just kind of a guarantee. Kind of go back to what I was saying earlier about a lot of things. You can't overthink it because from a day-to-day perspective, you're not improving at all. It's a slow process. You know, you it's easy to just give up at any point. Do you, do you guys know how it felt for your, your first year, like your year zero to year one? It's like, oh, I've made this huge yeah. improvement. Yeah. yeah. And then year one to two, you're like, I haven't gotten any faster. And then yeah. year two to three, you're like, I think I've gotten slower. Like. <laughs> It's the, the, the increments just keep on. Yeah, that it's, curve. Yeah, that so curve has a lot of tough plateaus. Yeah. yeah. And then year three to four is when you say, "I retire. Screw this. I'm out." Yeah. Here. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's uh, she's at that point now where she's like, "I'm not getting any faster." And now it just takes the clock. Like you're, the clock says yeah. you're getting faster. Yeah. You know, it's, right. So you're yeah. really not seeing like like when when Sean coaches you and tells you you're getting faster to you, it feels like. I'm about the same, but you are just getting incrementally l- a little bit faster. A little bit, a little bit. And he, when he watches my DVR, he'll say he pick up things that are very, very, I think, very difficult for me to describe because he has an eye for lines mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that. So when he says you're consistently doing this line well, it's huge because then he's pointing out something like what I'm comfortable with. He's pointing out something that I'm doing comfortably. So mm-hmm. that's when I realized I've improved. Like I'm doing something comfortably when he's saying it's a difficult thing and people get nervous around. So things like that makes me feel better. Even when I watch my own DVR, 
it just looks slow. I'm just like. We all talked. Remember last time? Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm throwing like, banana peels at the screen. I hate it. Like, <laughs> well, so, something huge that she has that you know a lot of other pilots don't have is I'll follow her. Like, I'll, I'll, and, yeah. I'll, and I'll stay. Like, we call it A, A plus, A minus, B, C, like level flying, 60%, 70%, 80%. So I'll stick to, you know, to a certain point and I'll just follow her. And I won't change, like my, my lap times will stay about the same. So if I'm gaining on her or losing, I know what she's doing right or wrong. But, you know, it's and it, when I see her take one turn, when I'm kind of consistently staying a gate back, but all of a sudden, bam, I'm right on top of her. Or all of a sudden she's gone. She did something right. And I need to catch up and figure out what she did so I can tell her good job. Yeah. But when I'm gaining on her, it's like you're blowing that out wide or you're taking that too tight. And you're losing speed. Mm-hmm. So that's we will do that while we're flying. But the biggest part is when I come back. And we won't just watch DVR. We're going to put my DVR and yeah. her DVR side by side. And I could sit there and say, watch this. Yeah. And she's like, oh. Yeah. And then the next time we go out, she's like, smack. I'm like, there you go. Now you figured it out. So now you're, you're, you just you just leveled higher. Oh. And just 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 by going over your homework. Right. Can, yeah. You know, I'm not just going on and pants saying, I'm going to put this DVR and I'm going to go get five million clicks. No, it's. <laughs> This is for us. We're going to sit oh, here yeah. and make you faster. We go this through. Is it. We it's, go through. See, I would say every day we accumulate 60. I have 60, at least 60 files of DVR every day. He has, saying 60, 70, and we go through all of them. So at least 100 wow. DVRs a day we go through while eating dinner. Yep. So, wow. yeah. That, that right there, mark of a professional. I mean, like in any sport, like if you think about any sport, like, you know, it's like I like football. Okay, so like you always watch these football documentaries and what what are quarterbacks doing? They're doing clicks. They're just watching plays. And that's exactly what you two are doing. You're you're watching plays. You're like, nope, nope. I, I never I never had that for myself, you know, so for her to have that, it's I could see it's it's drastically increasing her skill level in a short amount of time. Like it's I I. I was watching a DVR of her flying before she came back after her long hiatus, and it looks funny. I'm just like, you were terrible. But she wasn't terrible, but, like, if she brace herself now, she'll lap herself four times. We found the SD card in my drawer yeah, or something. From, was, like, from, like, two years it ago. It was from, yeah, a year and a half ago. In, in, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It was actually flying at the museum, so it wasn't crazy long ago, yeah. but she's, like, it was right she's I got way pregnant. faster. Yeah. Like, she's way faster right now than she was at I.O. a month and a half ago. Like way that's, that's what I'm talking about. Hey. Yeah, it's just it's, it's working. It is working. I think right there, uh, like you know, if you listen to anything on this podcast, right there, Sean, Sean Taylor has just taught you something that every team pilot should be doing is like how they're doing DVRs and what he just explained. Yep. That's like the future right there because like every sport does this and like yes, you're seeing. You know how Tang is, you know, benefiting from this type of training. It's not just going out there and flying. It's going out there flying, reviewing what you're doing right, and then getting professional coaching. And honestly, you're not going to get much better than you know, Coach Sean telling you you're doing it wrong. So that stuff right there, yeah. You know, you guys are pioneering something that's truly amazing, in my opinion. Just just hearing that talking about it like we're so lucky to have this technology like when you're out playing softball like you don't have a recording of yourself playing every day like you know the sport has everything on the platter for you to review study to get better at and we're just all taking it for granted and complaining about the things that don't even matter so (laughs) if someone needs to hear that A big part, a big part of why you see a lot of these these uh, these kids, or even even uh, you know the the twenties and, and even the thirty year olds getting so fast as they're flying with with fast people. Yes. And uh, I've always done it alone, but what I am able to do is I can put my butt in her face the entire time that we're racing together, and it drives her nuts. And she's finally figuring out I'm not even gonna look at you like she, like and she's that's a huge weakness for pilots. And someone passes you, you're just like, oh, my God, full throttle smack. And yeah, you crash out. Yeah. yeah. And, it, like, she's getting, like, that's the hard habit to break. And she's like, that's really, that's a strength to be able to fly with somebody who could just constantly be in your face and get in your way and make you nervous. And you're just going to be able to learn to get faster. Like, that's one thing that I know she hates to be passed. Like, she hates it, but she's gotten 
leaps and bounds patient. better at, not, at yeah. not chasing someone and maintaining her line. And then magically, like even me, I'll crack. I don't know how many times this girl beats me. Like, we'll say, I'll say, this is Super Bowl. Like, this is the one that matters. And then I'll lose. And I'm just like, <laughs> she's going to a DVR and circles around me. Like, it may as well have been Drone Worlds. Junebug world champion because Night Fury can't freaking land on his own power. Like, all I do is crash out. But I'm just saying, like, like it's huge to be able to get that kind of practice where she's getting the jitters and nerves of where I could only go to race. Like, I have to go and race somewhere to get those same jitters and nerves and she's getting them right here every day so it's it's really really like that's a huge thing you know you can't like we talked about this on the last one like you everybody could practice like mm-hmm. we said you know like mike tyson said everybody's got a game plan to get punched in the face <laughs> it's it, we talked about it like yeah she is getting the same exact nerves of a race day on race pace every time she flies which is like that you're talking about the psychological game now it's huge yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. And uh, this kind of transitioned us to kind of the last topic because, like, I mean, Tang, you know, doing well in MGP is great, but her ultimate goal is Team FAI. So can you tell us a little bit about what's going on there and, you know, the the big drive uh, for you to actually practice all of this? Yeah, so so it was a goal of mine to make it onto the team, to be the team that was at China last year, um, I think Shenzhen, yeah, um, representing the U.S. Um, at their World Cup. Um, so there was one spot for a female, for for the top female. I just decided to go for it. I didn't know how I would perform. I didn't know because I have been out of this sport for so long, like we mentioned. I really, it would be very immature of me to assume anything. So I just assume the worst, prepare for the best, you know, um, I mean, prepare for the worst. Um, and I assumed the worst, um, but I just did my, did what I can. I just told myself, I'm going to practice every second I can. And whatever happens, happens. To be honest, at the time, I thought that was the goal. You know, if I make it, yay, you know, I get to enjoy a trip. I get to fly some more. It'll be awesome. Like I'll get it a free trip to China, which is where I'm from, by the way. So it'll be, it'll be fun. That's all I, w- that was my goal. And I hate to admit it because it puts more pressure on myself when I say this, you know, publicly, but I do want to see where I could go from here. Yeah. You know, do. Nobody trains and practices hard every day because they want to lose. Like she wants, she wants to win. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Wants to win as bad as, as all the other girls want to win. And I know the competition like I know milk is crazy next level fast. And I, just, I try to not think about numbers and placements and people's perception of who's fast, who's not. I'm just trying to think about what I can do between now and December. And when December comes, I'm going to be happy no matter what. If I knew I spent every day doing what I can to prepare. I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys, dudes, like at IO, IO was the goal. My goal was to help her obtain the highest highest level that she can get to mm-hmm. for the big race at IO. For two months, like my focus was her. I was flying, yeah, but the focus was her. And and we all knew. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like at IO, that uh, Friday, you know, I was practicing. She this girl was out there first, we got there a day late. She stayed up all night. She has to wake up. She's pumping still. Like she's pumping in between heats like 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 self-sustaining going out there and just flying by herself crashing maintaining things and me on, on top of me having a horrible time you know trying to fly at night at the team race in the finals and just ruining our entire night so much stress still wakes up on sunday and knows what she has to do like knows that the the female pilots that she has to compete against and still go out there and on her first run seal the deal her very first flight like she went out there and did she per she executed she didn't talk about it she executed and like that's that, that just says a lot like if she tries to say mm-hmm. oh, I'm, average, I'm average that's not average that's extraordinary so i think that like i i just that was like the goal for me i'm just like that's it like we we did it like i wanted you I, you want to get on the team and you did it like i mean i say we did it but you did it like you had to go out there and you had to fly and she did it so uh, I was just so proud of her then, but now 
it's it's no different than the, than preparing for I/O. Like uh, it's just even more intense. And now I'm I'm right back in in, in the saddle as well. Like I like I have a big race coming up in Turkey in Istanbul. I got a race Minchan and Evan Turner and Doma and all other 150 ridiculously fast pilots that are going to be there. So I got to do it too while training her to be even better than what she thinks that she can be. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's work game phases right now, man. There's a, there's a lot of negativity right now. And I'm honestly, I don't want nothing to do with it. Like the, like, like we're, we are 100% focused. If people are going to be negative, then we're just going to keep it out of our life because we yeah. need, to, need to remain focused and positive and, yeah. and we're going to be doing it. Like, like we're, we're both going to be putting in as absolute, much hard work and time as we can like we're not going to hold back you know we, we both know that we have huge huge mountains in front of us so we, we're aware of it we know and we know what it's going to take so yeah. i promise that the one thing that we will not fail to do is work as hard like like give us give it give it our 100 i watch her you know as she's getting faster and faster it's a couple of things one thing was we got her all identical rigs so she wasn't flying different things. She was flying the same props, the same motor, mm-hmm. battery, same same quad, same everything. Uh, doing that, she would smash a quad, but have another quad ready to go that was the same. So she didn't have a whole lot of downtime. Uh, I think that it was it was a month before IO. We started working on her rates in the sim, mm-hmm. and she we finally figured out like. Like she, I, I fly funny rates. Like nobody likes my rates. I, I fly low yaw, and she was flying with. She was flying my rates because yeah. she was flying my quads. We actually sat down in Velocidrome, and we changed things to where it felt right for her. And then I went and I changed her quads. I'm not gonna lie, I screwed a couple of them up. They were a little <laughs> off. They weren't exactly. And the I same. was sure those were off, and, and she was I, like, "No, they're not." We argued a lot. <laughs> I was wrong. We argued a lot, and I was wrong. And she said she felt it. I was like, you can't feel it. Like, I know better. Anyway, I was wrong. She Once she got her own, once the quad felt right to her, is when she made the biggest leap. And that was about a month before IO. Nice. It was, and it, I think it had a lot to do with her running the same exact stuff and yeah. running her, her rates that yeah. felt right to her. That was the biggest increase in her skill level. Yeah. And that's uh, a mental thing, too. When you feel good about your stuff, yeah. you know, you just feel good about Mm-hmm. your everything you're doing you know you're not doubting you're not like oh bet did i crash because of this or because of my gear then you end up blaming everything on your gear you know so to eliminate that blame factor i think helps oh haven't yeah. had uh, i guess i could uh, having a pit <laughs> I, I can't say i can't say what she actually calls me it, because we're trying to be we, we have kids watching the show, kids watching the show baby. It, i'm the pit right. crew Rhymes with witch. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the pit witch. And <laughs> it's always my fault. <laughs> it's my job. Every single heat, dude, every single heat, she walks up with her quad. She's like, check my props. Check my props. I'm like, can't you check the props? She's like, I can. I'll be here for a half hour. So, She's like, okay, how do you know if, if all your, okay, I'm trying to look at my props to make sure that they're all even. But what if I make all three of them go <laughs> higher? Or... Don't crash. Stop crashing. <laughs> and you don't have to check your also, I make it rounds. worse because the whole of them end up being crooked. <laughs> she, no, I, it's, it's, so having me like constantly working on her quads, it's, it's kind of like, you know, like it's, it's a, a lot of the kids have, have, you know, have adults helping them out with the quads and which is cool. It's a good way to bond. And this okay, is a, backtrack a little bit. Can you tell them that I know how to work on quads? She knows how to work on a quad. <laughs> okay, seriously? She did, she did a gut swap. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so this goes back to that, what we were saying about family. I stay up with the baby at night. <laughs> I still try to cook home meals, you know, like I said. Yeah. To be able to do the sport we can't go out to eat and wait on servers for an hour and it's you know my, it is my job i i it's just easier i cook yeah. every day at home so right right yeah so i she do all absolutely, that absolutely she was soldering motors and maintaining her quads io she knows exactly how to put it all together yes she she did a little gut swap video of her moving from my frame <laughs> the arc one which is amazing 
but she doesn't like it because uh, actually Mike Mike saying from Flight Club uh, offered offered to give us some frames for I O and she flew the uh, the uh, the Neutron, Neutron R, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which is what Vanny Vanover flies his 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 frame, which yeah. is uh, so we were pretty really stoked. Uh, it's, super, <laughs> it's a super nice frame. Uh, she just the reason she, that she wanted to fly that one was we were breaking some uh, some plates on my art one, which we've we've definitely we've gone through some revisions now. Uh, because it was was weak link, but I, uh, yeah, she flew the the neutron R's and she loved them. She got super comfortable with them. I could fast forward a little bit for the FAI stuff. You know, she actually picked up some sponsors, and I yeah. I gotta absolutely give them some credit here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Surge from Pyro is one hundred percent. He already sent us frames, so she's flying Floss threes all across the board. So I'm doing another transition. Yeah, so, so she, it's it's similar to the neutron, yeah. but these are a little bit bigger because I'm having to put a bunch of LEDs on them. I'm I'm making them. Absolutely the same, and Hobby Wing, you know, my boy Jet from DRL and Charlie mm-hmm. and Duncan reached out to me saying, you know, they, uh, Duncan gave me this uh, the Hobby Wing 60 amp setup with the Hobby Wing 2207 1750s, which I just fell in love with. You know, I couldn't believe that I haven't been flying with them, but they, they completely want to support Tang fully for FAI, so they're going to support her for the motors. ESC, ESCs, Azure props, like whatever she needs. So, I mean, I thought I was so thankful that they did that. You know, that's just so awesome of them, and, and uh, they deserve every bit of credit. So, uh, yeah, she, that's what she, she's flying for that. But I don't want to get too sidetracked, but I love you guys. Thank you very much for, for the parts because it's a huge, huge help. <laughs> yeah. So, huge. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, even though he's doing, maintaining most of my things, I, I do know how to work on them, but it's, like we say, it's always a give and take, you know, what, who does what, and um, yeah, and that's that's what's working now. That, yeah, because yeah. I used to hate getting woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You, get up. <laughs> I got to do what? it how many times? The baby. God. The baby. What, the baby what? What's wrong with the baby? Like, he, I know he in the crib. Like, I know where he at. What? Like, <laughs> oh, and, and you know, ours is is strictly breastfed, so it's like, what? My boob's broken. He doesn't want mine. What am I gonna do? Can we get into my? Can we get into my theory? I have a theory. You know, you've heard this oh, question no. asked before. Oh no! Why do men have nipples? I think, I think it's because <laughs> there was no silicone pacifiers a thousand years ago. And men have nipples no, no, to help no. the woman. No. <laughs> no. The baby. No. No. We refuse no. to believe this. No, no, no. That is not possible. That is not possible. Don't even trip. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I told you. Wrong. Wrong. I don't think we can beat that ending. I think that's like the best ending we've ever had. We've done like four years of this. We've never had a better ending. Elvin, I'm not. Yep, I have no more questions. She she's broken me. We're, we're done. Can't believe it. Look, I've been bit too. Like I know what that's like. I know what that's like. I know what that's like. I've been bit. Like, damn, dude. Like, like, like can't you tell? <laughs> Tang, we got to give it to you. Uh, best ending ever. All right, Elvin. Um, we're we're, we're going to start wrapping up. Okay, Elvin. All right, all tell right, us about so, your. So, so um, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to uh, uh, get our guests <laughs> to uh, help right. us. With uh, deciding this battery contest for China Hobby Line, um, we have two contestants that tied in the video contest. One of them is Ian Ville, and the other one is Dwayne Lebu, um, the Yasuarty oh, guy. We know both of them. <laughs> right, right, right. That's why I said I wanted you guys to, to decide. Doing You're, doing You're doing it. So, so Wise got the coin. He's gonna flip. I've already decided who's going. Uh, Ian is um, is heads, and Dwayne's is tails. So all you got to do is call it in the air. So what are they going to win? They're going to win 
the the winner of this gets two. Wait, let me show, let me let me make, I'll tell you exactly what the batteries are. Baby, they get two uh, 6s 1100s 100c series black blackberry black nice. bats. Nice. So Hold they on. get two batteries. Go ahead. Uh, 1100 milliamp 6s 100c black series batteries. Okay. From China Hobby Live. Tang, can I ask you for a favor? Yeah. Can you get a quarter and flip this? Because he's trying to put this all on me, and I don't want this. I don't want people angry at me. <laughs> Did he just say he don't have no change around his house? What kind and of man? This is a this is a euro two, and there's tails. Is the the uh, the bird? All right, here so you go. Ian is heads, and Dwayne is tails. Flip it for right. us. Here we go. Don't cheat. You put it on me, Ricky Bobby. Oh, my God. Don't put it on me, Ricky Bobby. She's going to lose it. Catch. Will you catch? No. Catch. Go for it. All right. It is Tails. Dwayne wins. Dwayne, congratulations on winning the last batteries in our contest. Thank you, Tang, for flipping the coin. And thank you, Sean, for telling us who the winner is. And, you know, we're going to wrap up right now. Uh, you know, it was a great time having both of you on. And we yes. certainly hope that we have both of you on again because it's great talking to a family of just passionate drone racers. And, you know, everything you're doing, you're, you're pioneering and you're, you know, kind of the benchmark of doing some really great innovative things. So, Thank you so much for being on. Tang, make sure to give your pit crew, uh, I don't know, <laughs> pit crew coach uh, a good present over the Christmas because I think he's earning his keep just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> Tell us uh, where people can find you on the internet. Junebug FPV, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Sean Taylor, congratulations on getting picked up again by DHL. Uh you know, wish you another successful year. Tell us where people can find you on the internet. Appreciate it, man. Uh, just easiest place is nightfury.com. N-Y-T-F-U-R-Y.com. That's got my instant space, uh, face, face space. Hashtag man And obviously, just, just anybody got want to talk, chat, just, just get me on Facebook Messenger. Just throw me a message if you want to yeah. chat about something anytime. Uh Awesome. I gotta, you can ask him all about the man boobs. <laughs> yeah. I got, you know, huge shout out. You know, I've got, I've just got, you know, just a couple of sponsors, you know, DHL obviously. And mm -hmm. huge shout out to Fox here. You know, we've, we've been, uh, we've been together for a long time. Uh, Futaba. We talked about Futaba last time. Yes. Yes. I'm loving my radio more and more. Uh, and of course, CNHL. That's why, you know, I, I didn't want to flip this. I don't want to touch, touch that, but you know, I, I know, I know Dwayne and I know Ian both are both good buddies. So, uh, but China Hobby Line, man, I'm loving. I'm loving the batteries. I, I'm loving what I got over here too, man. So uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting hold of my some more. You know, yeah. my big cool. wings need some need some new power. Need some yeah, new yeah, juice. yeah. They, 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 they work. They work great. But uh, and Tank, you know, Surge Surge knows we love them. We don't even have to say anything. Yeah. Surge well, we knows. Kind of, we love them. Yeah, we're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I one of the things I'll say this like we. Speaking about surges, Surge is one of the few manufacturers or owners of businesses that actually flies. Like, like Surge can rip. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the other day I saw a video of Surge ripping, and it it looked like a young Surge. You know, it was <laughs> it was I was impressed. Yeah, I, I forgot that he could fly because we were on the same team at at. Um, at uh, nationals in 2015, me and Serge and and Aaron and Doma and um, uh, geez, I forgot the other two guys, but they know I know who they are. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I yeah, Serge can fly, man. So props to Serge, man. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Uh, so if you see the couple flying in your uh, drone racing near you, definitely go up, chat with them. They're great. Yep. Uh, they're the friendliest people ever. You will not see anybody with a better <laughs> smile and, you know, go out there, have some fun. So 
Uh, that's yeah. all we have this week. Uh, again, thank you so much for having on, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks thank so much you. for having us, guys. This was awesome. So awesome. Peace.